Let's talk some shit, but not so much shit that we get sued. I'm Shane Wilson. Mike Frost. I'm Brian Copney. And we're trying not to get sued. All right, guys, we come and we're going to talk about what went on last night. We ended up going out to the VFW Midway, which is a little town, you know, pretty close to where we live here in Beckley. We were out there for a good cause. We had, uh, they were collecting money for a veteran who had took his own life. I'm not sure how or anything I didn't ask. Yeah. It's a good cause, and not only was it a good cause, we went out and seen some really good local entertainment in the George Dorn band. Uh, I was actually myself shocked at how good they were because it's the first time I'd seen them. So next Friday, they, they're they doing the same thing again in Gent at the Skyline, it's Skyline Lodge, right? Yeah, Skyline Lodge and Resort. Yeah. So uh, if anybody's listening, go out there. I mean, you can go out there, and from what I understand, there ain't a door charge out there or nothing. And you can go out there and donate to a good cause, and you you could still donate and have way less money into an evening out at a movie or something yeah. and see live, good entertainment. Support your local bands. Yeah. And if you're like me, after you meet George Dorn and you hear his band, you could say you know somebody famous. There you go, George. <laughs> I plug it. <laughs> yeah, we had, we had a great time. Uh, I personally had never been to the uh, Midway VFW, but uh, without going too far in detail, uh, it, it was a different experience. I mean, it was, I think it was different for me and for them. <clears throat> February, Black History Month. Uh, but, yeah, we had a great time. Either way, I mean, it, it just proves it doesn't matter what backgrounds you come from. I mean, when people come together for one good cause, and it is a good cause. Ruck 22 is a wonderful cause. Um, we, we've actually been looking at another uh, nonprofit that also helps vet- veterans out called A Hero. We're going to talk and try to maybe get uh, that guy on the show as well. But I mean, anytime you're helping out your local community, it's going to benefit you. It might not benefit you directly, but I guarantee it's going to help out. And uh, like a lot of people might take the attitude of that this this guy that they're uh, Calter isn't local. He is not a local guy. But he is somebody that's important to people in our local community. So... I think it's a it's a cause that we could get behind and 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 help his baby and his wife out. Yeah. Uh, so what? You two want to get into jackass? <laughs> yeah, son. Uh, go ahead, Mike. You you plug this one. Oh, okay. So I've been like huge jackass fan. Jackass was one of the first things I think came on the TV. <clears throat> right. Close to when after my mom died when I was really depressed. And that's one show that I just related so much to the cast and the crew. And when you watch it, you just just feel like you're part of it. Yeah, you know. And, and, And watching them grow up like I have. So I never thought after Ron Dunn passed away, they would ever make another one. I figured that it was just done. They're getting too old. You know, just ain't whatever. So they finally do do one. But Bam Margera is bad on drugs, so he wasn't a part of it. He's in actually one scene of the movie, and they don't really show, like label him that he's there, but he is. And I'm telling you, I enjoyed the movie. 
but it was sad at the same time because it just wasn't the same to me without Ryan and Van. Because they were such a big part of it. And not having them there, bringing in these new guys, which I'm not knocking the new guys because, you know, there's a couple of them that were hilarious. But it it, it was a sad send-off. I wish Bam Margera was a part of it just for the simple fact because he helped create it. And he's not there because he's not mentally well and stuff. It's just it's kind of sad. Mike has a sentimental attachment. I, I can say this on this podcast, and I mean, I mean it from the bottom of my heart. These fucking white boys are crazy. They're doing <laughs> shit that you would not believe. I mean, a full-fledged heavyweight boxer that knocks people out for a living. You're going to stand there and let this dude punch you in the sack? I don't give a damn what fucking... The dude had on a uh, an athletic cup. But that didn't help him? No. Well, no. And, and then there's a chick that, that's on there now. She's pretty yeah. hot. Uh, but she had to uh, stick her tongue to a dang on a taser, taser gun. And, and she didn't squeal, didn't make a sound. Did it like two or three times. Yeah, yeah. If she can she can stick her tongue to that. Anyways, there's a, a couple <laughs> there are a couple scenes on what the What kind of shit is she into, I wonder? She she let a scorpion uh, uh stinger on her lips. Yeah. I I'm taking not her her mouth lips. No, or? no, her facial lips. Oh, okay, her, all right. Her facial all right. Lips. Hey, you never know what that. You never know. Yeah, what I know. I had to ask. You see a lot of dicks in this one. A whole, and that's another thing. <laughs> I took my uh, I took my my teenage children. Uh, I, I have a boy and a girl. For those of you who may not know, uh, I would have took the boy to see Jackass because I mean it it, it it was funny. Uh, we had a great time, but uh, there was a lot of um, penis and testicles. In this movie. When I say penis and testicles, I don't mean like a flash shot and then they go to something else. Yeah. Nah. I mean full-fledged frontal nudity. This dude is letting bees gather on his nutsack. No. <laughs> no. No. Not doing it. One cat let a dude on a pogo stick jump up and down. Oh, I forgot about that. Man. And he was bleeding. I kind of felt yeah. sorry for that cat. The cameraman. From where? Huh? Like his dick was bleeding? His balls were bleeding. Yeah. His balls were. That's yes. even worse. Yes. Dude. Man. And then I'm sitting next to my son. He's going, I'll do some of that. What the <laughs> fuck have I raised? <laughs> who, who are you right now? Well, listen. I know a guy. Like, I don't understand how they don't have, like, like when you're talking about your nuts, you're talking about a really sensitive area of right. your body. Like, I know a dude that was thrown into a swimming pool. And got his nut ruptured and had to have it removed. No shit. Like, how, how the that fuck are they jumping on a guy with a pogo stick and him not losing a nut when you can throw old dude in the pool? And what the what doctor said was if you go swimming and you're going to jump in the water, what you need to do is make sure you wear something that holds your nuts secure. Or close your legs. Yeah, and it, or you could you run the chance of the water rupturing your nuts. So oh. how are you jumping up? On a pogo stick onto somebody's nuts and they keep them whenever old dude just got through in a pool and lost his nut. The same dude that had the pogo stick, the same dude that got hit by the heavyweight boxer was the same dude that took a softball from a professional softball player. She was a chick. Sounds like he needs the most money. Oh, oh, it gets better. And he took a slap shot from a hockey puck. That was it for me, bro. To the nuts. All to the nuts. All to the swizzle stick. He must not use it very much. Aaron's well, he doesn't now. Well, he doesn't now. <laughs> Dude, the, I, Aaron has always been the guy that they treated like shit on that show. God, no. 
They, I, like you saying, I hope they I hope they help he gets the biggest check. Right? Yeah, he deserves. I'm every telling penny. you, man. Like I watched a podcast. It was Steve O's podcast, and they did a um, they interviewed Aaron, and they asked him, "Do you think that you know?" Because if you watch the Jackass show and you watch the movies and stuff, it's relevant that they really go after him hard and pick on him more so than the others. Mm-hmm. And he says, "Do you think it's like bullying?" And he was like, "Well, he was like." Yeah, I think sometimes it does get taken too far with me. And, but Steve-O also said, but I just want to say right now, it's because you get the best footage. And he was like, I'm telling you, the shit that you do makes you like badass in a way because nobody else has the fucking balls enough to fucking do half the shit that we're trying to do here. You know what my favorite jackass skit to this day was what they done i guess there really ain't skits because they're really actually doing the shit to mm-hmm. people but it was the the matchbox car in the ass <laughs> yeah and in my favorite part of that in my favorite part of that is is the doctor telling him he's like listen i know and he knows and that's already too many people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love the beginning part when, like, Steve O's explaining why he's not doing it. He was like, it's just like. Yeah, his parents would be ashamed. He's like, he's, he's like my dad, I, I could just tell it was bad. He said, Dad, we're filming a movie and we're doing some pretty crazy shit. And one of them's like shoving a matchbook or a matchbox car up my, you know, somebody's ass. And I, he's like, I just looked at the disappointment all in his face. <laughs> just think about you did something that Steve-O wouldn't do. That is yeah. pretty badass. But I'm telling you, out of besides Knoxville being the craziest one of them all, Ryan Dunn was crazy too. Mm-hmm. That motherfucker would do anything. Which one too. of them uh, let him shoot a bottle rocket out of his ass? That was Steve-O, wasn't well, it? Well, he was supposed to, uh, but then he clenched the bottle rocket too tight. And yeah, they, it was, like, scorched it was like... Uh, uh, no, that was the dancing guy. It was the Pon- guy wears, Pontius. Yeah, the guy that yeah. wears the tuxedos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Poor Wee Man, too. Shit. Yeah, Wee Man got it pretty bad in this one, too. But, you know, it was a good send-off. I hate to see it go... Cause it, you know, but God Almighty, man, I'm surprised they made this one. You guys ever watch Game of Thrones? Yes. No. Well, Game of Thrones is excellent, and then they say in there they're talking about gathering an army together, and the the woman tells him, he says, the only thing we got here is they're either really young or gray beards. They're gray beards, man. Yeah. Time to pack it up. They are. It's time to move on. They ain't got nothing else to prove, even though it's fun. Do I think? I think there'll be a new generation. I say a lot. Well, of see, them, that's why they're bringing them new people in, man. Yeah, I think that's what's going to happen. And if they do make another movie, the older crew's going to still be there. But you're you're going to see kind of like this one. Knoxville only did maybe three big stunts in it. Most of the time, he was doing shit to the yeah, others. He was always like, he was directing them. So yeah, I think, I think their, that's what's going to happen. It's kind of like, they, they probably got enough power and stuff and money that they don't need a production team to make their shit. They could probably do it by themselves. So why not make money without all the punishment off of the brand that they made? You know, in the past, MTV and all these other production companies made the majority of the money and I think it would be awesome for Knoxville and the guys that 
you know, built this brand exactly to take it and do what they want. Benefit from it. Yeah. You got to think, man. Even if the studio only gave you, well, you know, we're only going to give you 30 million, 40 million to do this movie. They could turn that 30, 40 million and turn it into a shitload of cat because people still go see them. Well, hopefully, though, Knoxville and them will remember how shitty, because MTV at first did them shitty, you know, as far as money and stuff like that. When they bring this new crop in, hopefully they won't do them the same way. Because they know how it feels to be. It probably won't be that way because people are just shitty and greedy. But you never know. Hopefully they'll treat the next generation of jackass better than they were treated when they started. Let's hope so. Absolutely. Let's hope so. Yeah. I think I, I think it wouldn't... I don't think it'll ever stop basically until one of them dies. No, no, no. If one and of them then, dies, it'll triple. Because there's a crowd out there for it. I've always said that, man. When I was in high school and, and the first Jackass came out, I mean, everybody was like, who would come and who would go watch that? You would be surprised. Well, I'm going to touch Mike a little personally right now. Do you think that Egon, the guy that plays Egon dying, didn't have something to do with the release of uh, Ghostbusters with all the older guys in it? You know what I mean? Where they could, I'm not. It's 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 kind of fucked up to say they cashed in on Egon's death, but that's basically what it is. You know. Well, they had to come up with a story of what happened to him because he's not alive anymore. You know, he passed away years ago. And what they did? Well, what to they bring tried him, to do was a female Ghostbusters. It was horrible, and it was horrible. Shit was horrible. But if you have that opinion, you are sexist. Yeah, exactly. You know, whatever. And, and I love it, sex, and that movie was and fucking the, horrible. And, and that, besides Melissa McCarthy, all the other actresses, anytime you mention something about it, and they get all butt hurt, and they start whining, well, everybody's just sexist. I'm like, no, you fucking suck. I don't like you on Saturday Night Live because I don't think you're fucking funny. Not one damn bit. The SNL crew that's on TV right now is horrible. Terrible. Yeah. Horrible. I don't like you in the fucking Verizon commercials either, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> but I I'm mean, just, we going in. Let's go in. But, you know, the only one out of this new SNL crew that I think's funny, but he's not, I don't think he's so much funny on SNL as he is in his movies, is Pete Davidson. Right. He better watch out. Kanye gonna whoop his ass. Kanye gonna be drinking orange juice in the mental institution before too long. <laughs> that shit'll happen next week. <laughs> but no, about the, back to Ghostbusters. Yeah, they did cash in on it, I think. But uh, yeah, I thought it was a great send off. Yeah, but it's okay it. though. Like I'm not yeah. saying that it's it's like a bad thing, but at the same time, when you really examine it, it's kind of sleazy. You know, yeah, I get what I, you're saying. I mean, well, when we're talking about that, let's talk about Ice Cube and and the first Friday. You remember how uh, I forget what the name of that the, the company they gave they gave this dude like fifty thousand dollars to make that first movie. Chris Tucker was pissy because he said that Ice Cube paid him something like maybe five thousand dollars to make that movie. Yeah, and the motherfucker grossed something like fifty million. Yeah. Now, granted, they had no idea that movie was gonna blow up like that, but in turn. It was a black movie, and they weren't willing to invest in it. So in turn, after that, Ice Cube came out for the second one. He was like, nah, we, we dropping this on Cube Vision. Put it on his own shit, 
and then it blew up, and then he was able to make money. But yeah, corporate, well, corporate but, didn't but shit. Him. Chris Tucker didn't sign up for the second one though. Exactly. Did he? But yeah. he was, but he was on that uh, rush hour money. Yeah. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. you know how that worked. And did you ever look behind like nah. like the first movie they give Jackie Chan like fifty million, you know, and then and then Friday blew up, which Friday was out before Rush Hour, mm-hmm. but Friday was kind of like one of the movies that builds off of. Something beside the theater. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like a cult classic, I yeah. guess is what they Black call it. Black people attached to it like nothing. And I love it. That I love great. The First Friday. Chris Tucker set that movie off. Dude, I'm sorry, Truly. but I, I like Chris Tucker, but I, I thought Mike Epps is way In the second one, Day Day. Way, way funnier. <laughs> Dude, I love Mike Epps. Anything he does but is just, just his imagine, style. Just yeah. imagine Chris Tucker and Mike Epps. Oh my god! Well, they were talking about doing one called Last Friday, yeah, and they had Chris Tucker on board, and it just it's kind of just fell apart over the years, you know. But you know, well, I mean, either way it goes, it's been a proven fact, and it's proven through history. Corporate money will do you shitty, but if you're smart about it, I mean, it's one of those things where, yeah, in the beginning. I could insist on you giving me $20 million. Or I could say, all right, just give me a chance. And that's kind of what I feel like Ice Cube did. Uh, I feel like, in a way, that's what Jackass did. They were a bunch of guys doing a bunch of crazy well, shit. It started out as like a, a college chance. project. You yeah. know what I mean? For yeah. Knoxville. They needed a chance, and they got they got the, the uh, attention of MTV, and they were like, dude, let's seize the moment. And if we can just get on and get our product out there, then we can do something great. Right now, while you're listening to this podcast, make sure you push like, make sure you push share. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because we're trying to get our shit out there too. But uh, no, with Jackass, you had Johnny Knoxville, Jeff Tremaine. I think they worked for some skateboarding magazine, and they did this article about Johnny Knoxville doing stunts, or not really stunts, but I think he was like getting going to meet a police officer, getting pepper sprayed, tased, and all that stuff. Well, they were like, well, let's keep on rolling with this. And then at the, at, while that's going on out in L.A., you have Dunn, Bam Margera, and his friends doing CKY, which is a skate video with... with a, It's a skate video pretty much with stunts in it, and then they formed up and made what jackass. The is, what the fuck is up with Rob Deerdick, man? He was in uh, the jackass movie. Yeah. What the fuck's he doing now? Well, see, Jeff well, Tremaine produced Robin Big. Yeah. You know, so they all pretty much know each well, other. I fucking and plus, Bam I love skated with him. Yeah. Have you, did you guys see the interview that Rob Big, that Rob Big, that Rob Deerdick did not too long ago talking about, like, how he got his original idea was ridiculousness mm-hmm. but he got the reality show with big and they did the reality show and it was such a hit that they talked him into another reality show mm-hmm. but he said he wanted to do an america's funniest videos yeah. i watched that my whole life as a kid you know like as a kid growing up i loved yeah. america's funniest videos not talking shit about bob saget because the man just died but the jokes were corny. Oh, they were horrible. You know, the jokes were corny on America's Funniest but Videos. But if, if you were in your late 40s, late 50s, sitting at home watching TV, that's what you wanted but to But those see. jokes yeah. were probably written by yeah, somebody they were written else by, to hand to him. Mm-hmm. And if you listen to Bob Saget's 
Stand up is oh, God. fucking great. He is he's fucking great. But that, that motherfucker was like, nasty. Yeah, he's dirty yeah. And, and funny. It's funny. So he said he wanted to do an a funny America's funniest video. You know, talking to the but they wanted to cut him a deal for another reality show, so that's when they did the fantasy factory. You know, that's oh. what led up to the fantasy factory, and that's where you met Chanel West Coast and all this shit. Did she used to be a dude or not? Well, people say that, but I don't think it's nah, true. No, nah. she just looks like old day from Boy Meets World. Yeah, That's I mean, a, let, let's be honest. If you had the chance to check to see if she was a dude, would you look? Look, I'm done with it, man. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> it's I didn't say nothing, Jesse. I just said check. I just said check. That's all. I just want to look. But uh, it seems like MTV's fucked up over the years. They cut out all music videos, so there's not really. Well, man, in the '90s, MTV was was yeah. music television. Yeah, you know, and then and uh, BET's programming, I loved it when they used to have the stand up on there. Yeah, you know that was like yeah. quality stuff. Well, the only thing MTV's got is reruns of ridiculousness and how to get fucking oh, that, pregnant underage and get a bunch channel. of money. Well, you can, <laughs> you can be catfished on MTV as well. Catfished. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But that that should just be called, they should rename that channel Ridiculousness. Because it's on all fucking days. And it's an awesome show, man. Yeah, and I still watch it. Like I watch if, yeah. if yeah. I'm bored, flip it to MTV and, and watch Rob and Schnell and... Uh, and Stilo, they're funny as shit. Well, I think I think MTV should uh, somebody need to pull the plug on the VMAs. If you ain't gonna show music videos, then why do you need Thank a fucking you. rewards show? Why the fuck are we showing the VMAs if you ain't showing me goddamn videos? Yeah. VH1's the same way. Well, what if uh, what if we don't watch videos though? I mean, if you love music, like I. I mean, but what if that's why they don't do it? Everything's just becoming. So, uh, even well, if you even if you call it the internet VMAs, like fucking, I uh, love Vivo, I loved music videos when I was growing up and mm-hmm. whenever I was in my teens. Do you remember, do you remember Music Box? We could call the fucking uh, yeah. and put in this code, request the fucking. But game. what if they show don't show age. it? What if they don't show it just because nobody fucking watches it? You know, we can we can sit here and think about like, man, you know what? I'd like to start a music cha- a music video channel that shows music videos then you start it nobody's fucking watching it well see mtv seemed like they had their shit together back then because not only did they show music videos and stuff like that but they also did have some type of stuff that wasn't music related that was great to watch real world road rules but mtv kind of started off like a deal where this is where mtv started off with is they started off with trying to give artists that the radio doesn't give a voice. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like like MTV was a at the beginning was a big step for metal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, for metal Metallica's and Guns N' Roses. Do you remember when uh Flavor of Love came out? Flavor of Flav? Oh yeah. That changed the game. They had no idea that was gonna blow up the way it did. Now you got fucking real housewives of this and fucking whatever. Nobody I can say nobody wants to see that because I don't want to see it, but apparently somebody's watching it. Dude, I'm telling you right now. If I go lay in the bed getting ready to go to sleep, there's some housewives from somewhere in the fucking country on my TV. (laughs) (laughs) 
But yeah, Kelly watches uh, 90 Day Fiance, which I watched oh, too because this shit's awesome. funny like as hell. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see the one, yeah, the it's... little rug, the rut? Have you seen the Russian uh, little uh, midget on there? No, I need to check yeah. that out. Well, they they banned her. I read. They really? banned, yeah, because she uh, she's pretty racist, from what I hear. Joe, yeah, well, that's the quickest and, and, way and, to get and, banned. And TLC caught her in some shit, you know, running around saying the N word and posting all that stuff about the N word on her, you know, blog or whatever. And they were like, "Yeah, this is your last nah, season, bitch, little plug one. pulled." Holla. Yeah. We, we, we're gonna pull your little plug. On top of that, what, what, what's up with uh, TV uh, going into? We just started messing with people. We started fucking with people's handicaps. People want to see other fucked up people. Dude, you know what? But you Quarters, know what? But you know what? Yeah. Uh, fat people. Like, I, I hate to say. So I love that show. 600 Pound of Life. I like shit. the doctor, man. I oh, like the yeah, doctor. The pimple popper? He's like, no. The doctor, doctor. from 600 oh, Pound he's Life. So, where he's so like. brutal. He's like, uh, you've been going outside your diet. And they're like, no, I haven't. And they're like, he's like, you gained two fucking pounds. Yeah. No, yeah, you yeah. are. Like, shut you the fuck stop. up. Don't talk to me. Do I you know. Do you want to be fat all your life? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, dude, dude just goes into him. Kelly can do his impression. It's so funny. Oh, my God. But, yeah, he's so brutal. He could, You could just go in there and be all joyous. He's like, you're not going by it. Yeah. He's like, you've gained 10 pounds. What have you been doing? Well, I cheated. He's like, you're going to die. You know what the best part about that is? Looks like the doctor's like 270. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's he a big boy too now. He, he's a big boy too. Yeah, they like, ain't, ain't nobody breaking your plate, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Did you still eat? But he's on there. He'd probably be like, "I can still get out the fucking door." Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I walked walk. in here. Who? Somebody push you in? Yeah. Okay, so we took a break. We changed gears a little bit. I'm gonna send it to Brian. Let him set up this next segment we're gonna talk about. Uh. I want to talk about uh, an officer. Uh, some of you may have heard about it in the news. A lot of you may have. Her name's Kim Potter. She was an officer out in Minnesota. Uh, I think it bears uh, mentioning this is the same area or the same state where George Floyd was killed. Nothing to do with that, but just mentioning it. But uh, this lady was a police officer, and she was on duty. She was training another police officer. Regular traffic stop. Uh, I mean, I'm not sure exactly what happened with the guy. He was he was out of pocket, I'm assuming. Young man. And she she says clearly uh, that she intended to pull her taser to tase him, accidentally pulled her pistol, and shot him. Shot and killed him. Um, so they go through this big trial. Uh, she was facing up to five years in prison. $50,000, $100,000 fine, I'm not sure. Uh, the judge downward deflected that sentence recommendation after she's found guilty. And they sentenced her to 24 months in prison and a $1,000 fine. Now, if you know anything about it, and it clearly says in her sentencing, she's going to do about 18 months in, pr- in prison and six months halfway house. Now, uh, with all that being said, th- those are the points of the case. But here's here's kind of where I, I land in this. Um uh, we here as a country, we take great pride in our first responders, our American heroes, and we hold them to a greater standard. If someone goes to court and uh, I'm selling crack and say I didn't do it, and the cop says he saw me, we're obviously going to give greater weight to the testimony of an officer. So, of a cop, yeah. So, so we're holding them to a higher standard, and I, I understand that. I understand that. 
But if we're going to hold them to a higher standard in that regard, should we not hold them to a higher standard when they step out of line? I mean, I, I carry a pistol pretty regularly. I've held a taser pretty regularly. Obviously, the weight's different. Um, if you're an officer, I'm assuming that you're especially pistol, if it's got if it's loaded. If it's loaded, it's different. Yeah. Um, if you're an officer, I'm going to assume that you don't carry your pistol and your taser on the same side. That's just common sense. Uh, but they gave her such a small amount of time because the cop, uh, not the cop, I keep saying that, the judge the felt judge. sorry for her and believed truly that it was an accident. I'm not saying it wasn't an accident or not, but I am saying this, bitch, you're supposed to be a well-trained officer. You're here training another officer, and this happens. Yeah, man, I feel like at the same time, I have to have... Uh a special piece of paper to drive the truck that I drive, that big-ass truck that I drive. So with that special piece of paper comes an extra responsibility that I'm supposed to know how to run it. So if I leave here and hit somebody in that truck, somebody that's walking, they would probably give me more time than they did this officer for shooting somebody. So what I'm getting into is she, it was an accident, but at the same time she was trained. So should that accident be taken as more of a, well, you knew better. So therefore we're going to punish you more harshly. Basically what Brian was talking about, but I know that if I killed somebody in my truck and it was completely my fault that I would get more than 18 months. Oh, yeah. So is it really fair that she got such a light sentence? Or, I mean, where do you guys stand on that? Do you think she should have got more or do you think it was justified? Or, you know, what's the deal? What do you think? I'll say... And and it's open it's open for the debate. I feel like this is the podcast. This is the point where we engage people. I think the bitch should have got the max, and I'm gonna tell you why. Uh, if you've ever been to, if you ever gotten a speeding ticket, and you swear up and down you wasn't going fifty in the thirty five, and the cop says you were, so you say I'm going to court. The first thing the cop has to present to the judge is how they calibrate the equipment. Uh, they have to keep up their training records. I was trained on this equipment, how to run this speed radar judge. And I'm telling you, by the equipment, by my training, the bitch was going 50. At that point, you really have to have a compelling argument for the judge to say, all right, the cop was wrong. You were only going 30 in the 35 and throw the case out. But if you're going to hold an officer or anyone else to that weight, I mean, firefighters, uh, EMTs, all of these things are Oh, trained. that's another thing. If you've got that, uh, you got the EMT card and you don't provide adequate care. Adequate care. There's you are responsible for that. Yeah. So she was she adequately, adequately trained or not? Yeah. Somebody should have to answer for that. And I mean, and I feel like this at no point, I want, I want everyone to notice at no point during this whole discussion that I say, this was a black, a black kid that got shot.
Because in my mind, that doesn't matter. Black, white, Chinese, or nothing. The kid's just dead. Somebody lost their life yeah. due to a mistake by a trained person. Even if she... And I'm not even going to say that the kid wasn't doing anything wrong. Let's say the, the kid was in the car and wasn't complying and was acting up and being fucking stupid. Oh, that's great. She said clearly, I intended to tase him and reach for my pistol. Come on. Yeah, like, I'm not a cop, but maybe cops could fill me in. Is that even on the same side of your belt? How stupid is that to carry a pistol and a taser on the same side? Exactly. Yeah. Is that, like, how could you make that mistake as a trained person? That you have this device that will immobilize somebody, and you also have a gun that will deadly force in their life. Yeah. So should like I think I don't think she should have got death row and the yeah. lethal yeah. injection. Yeah. Yeah, none and, of that. You know, I just think she was facing five years. I think that I think the sentence was too light, mm-hmm. and I don't care what color. The person was on the other side. Yeah. Unless, unless this broad was so used to pulling her pistol. She was so used to pulling out her gun whenever she got in trouble that that's what her, you know, muscle memory went for. I mean, when I was in the military, we trained regularly. regularly. We trained so much we thought it was stupid. But you train for muscle memory because when the shit goes down and bombs are blowing off and bullets are flying... Your your brain and your body and your mind is going to do what it's used to. And if it's used to uh, laying on the ground or rolling around going, they shooting, they shooting, <laughs> then that's what you're going to do. But if you're used to taking cover, uh, racking your weapon, coming off of safety and returning fire, that's what you're going to do. Like if you want society to hold you at a higher standard because you're a cop or because you're a first rest- responder, don't expect any different when they hold you at a higher standard when you fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But I don't understand. You know, I wasn't there. Yeah. You know, I don't know what she was thinking or what she was going into or anything like that. True, true. But somebody lost their life and I don't know, like 18 months seems a little yeah, light. A little Apparently, light. this kid was fairly young when I say kid. I mean, I'm sure... 19, 20, 21, but still a kid. But at 19 and 20 years old, even if he wasn't being compliant with the officer, how many were you even, when you were 19 or 20, were you really compliant with authority, period? Because you know you, you know everything. Dude, when, when I was 19 or 20 years old, I was a dick. Yeah, I was too. <laughs> I was a dick. I straight up, I didn't want anybody to tell me nothing. Yeah. Even the people that had my best interest in mind. Exactly. And then when you get older, you're like, God, man, that was a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Some of you still are. <laughs> yeah, just because you get a, got older don't make you any better. Yeah, uh, fucking. Well, we're pretty much wrapped up on this podcast. Just want to give a shout out and thank everybody for listening. Uh, come to the Skyline Resort this weekend. At, uh, what is it, Friday night, Friday 8 o'clock. Night, Friday night. George Dorn Band, Ruck 22 is going to be there, buy a t-shirt, support them, because they're doing a great thing. Um, they're going to be at what place in Charleston? Mason Dixon on Saturday, Saturday night. night. So let's come out, support these guys. They got a good cause. 
And also, check us out on Try Not To Get Sued Facebook. And our email is try not to get sued at Gmail. Thank you guys for listening if you listened.